Hey guys, welcome to Showing Out with Assault. I'm Dee. And I'm Brittany. And welcome to a brand new episode. So, on this episode, we want to cover a subject that has been going on for years, 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 but it's one of those things that just keeps going on and we want to address it because I think it's very vital for people to get educated right. on the do's and don'ts. Yes. And I want this to be an open dialogue, an open conversation for you at you guys at home so that y'all can understand where we're coming from, but we also want to understand where you are coming from as well mm-hmm. because majority of the time, you're not meaning any harm by it, but it just happens. Like, it's just like, I think it's like nature. Yep. So, we want to bring it up and just talk about it. So, how do we start this off? I guess, recently we've had a couple of run-ins with people using, whether it be, um, I don't know how to say it, like... It's hard to explain. It's hard <clears throat> to explain. I guess it's better like, tell a story with it, like... When people say comments to you that they think is okay, but it's not for you, how yeah. do you handle that? Yeah. Or how do you address it? Yeah, how do you address those times people are in a conversation, make a comment or a suggestion about something that bothers you, but you don't know how to approach how it with to them? How to approach it. And it's all about communication. When It, it boils yeah. down to just having communication. I know in my life, I was just talking to Brittany about this, it's come up several times where I used to work at a profession when I worked with people a lot. Mm-hmm. And they would, I think it was because of their age, they, in the time they came from, they would make comments that referenced my color. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of um, derogatory. Is that the word? Yep. It was derogatory. And in those situations, you have to, you don't have to, but you feel like you have to give them a pass. Yes. And it's horrible. Because you're like, why? I feel like they won't get it. Yes. They're like, they're like I don't know what's wrong with it. It's like, big on the age. Yes. That's one's said. big on the age. And for example, I was a server and we were having a theme Hawaiian night. And I wore this Hawaiian collared shirt that had a gorilla on it. And I was serving a young lady who made a comment and for no reason. <laughs> Nothing prompted it. Mm-hmm. She's like, you look just like that monkey on that shirt. Mm. And I, it took me back. I didn't know you how, know what to, say to respond. How to and it. you don't want to say thank you. Cause it's like, kind of like accepting right. what they're saying as being valid. And I'm like, Ooh. did you say anything or I remember walking away telling the people, she just said I was a monkey. Yeah. And, and, she, and she has no idea what she just said was offensive. She thought it was cute. Yeah. I can definitely tell by the way she said it. She thought it was cute. Right. And I don't know. I didn't. I did not think I looked like that monkey, nor did I wear that shirt because I looked like that monkey. Right. For those of you, of you out there who do not know, whenever you reference an African American to a monkey, it is not right. It's not funny. It's either. not funny. Not a joke. Because the way it was used in the past, and there's no way to turn that reference around to people of color. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, y'all were just jumping around like monkeys. No, no, it's not funny to me, nor to the majority of people. No, we are not monkeys. No, we don't want to go get bananas. No, it's just, it's just not cool. 
it's, it was used in a derogatory sense because people thought of us as baboons and mm. wild because of the color of our skin without even knowing, knowing us. And for that lady to do that, it was really disrespectful. I could tell she's very naive and didn't know what she was doing, but I didn't know how to respond to it. It was just really awkward. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I thought was really weird was when the lady was like, um, she's like clapping at me. <laughs> she's like, <Whoa. laughs> she's like, come here, come here. Oh I tell my dog to come here. Right. <laughs> I don't even have a dog, but if you have a dog, you're like, come here, puppy. That's how she right. was talking to me. And I don't know where he was coming from. Ugh. Why? Was she older? She was older, too. Mm -hmm. But I've had a younger people ask me questions and say stuff that just didn't make sense. I didn't understand where they were coming from. And it's hard. You're not trying to cause a confrontation. You don't want to be that person that people are like, oh. Exactly. Every time... You can't, it's, you gotta walk on eggshells when talking to him. Like, oh, they're just sensitive. They're sensitive. They're gonna be, it's not a sensitive. I feel like I, I talked to um, a friend of ours, Justin, mm -hmm. and I kind of apply this rule to everything now. Whenever I say, like, what do you do when you don't know about something? Or how can we help in a situation? Or how can you remedy about it? And one of his answers were really good. He said, get informed. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who are listening, when you don't understand something about people who may live differently than you, look differently than you, been brought up differently, been brought up differently, have a different kind of lifestyle, have a different way of life, you need to get informed on how, when, where, why, all that mm -hmm. before making prejudgments or making... Because everything's not going to work for every situation. No. Not saying you have to be sensitive around everybody because there are general conversations you can have with people and it can be normal, but there's just some stuff you just don't say. You just don't say. It's a no-go. So that's kind of the point why we wanted to talk about it, to try to educate people that you may think it's okay to say a comment or you think it's a joke but that person who may look differently to look differently than you might not take it as a joke or that they think it's funny and it doesn't even have to be just race no i've seen people this is another thing that's i mean it, it is all is the the kind of stuff i'm bringing up do relate to race but is there anything that you had to bring up that didn't relate to race i think i've just had comments regarding race because for me, it's been different because, if you guys don't know, I'm mixed with black and white. But I've only been raised by just all white people. So for me, it was different because um, it's very common now, biracial children, like most people know what a mixed child is or biracial. But when I was growing up, it wasn't very common. Mm -hmm. So when people saw me with my mom... Um, mainly kids, but I had adults too would ask me if I was adopted. Which, if you're a child, kids don't know. They just ask questions. But adults, I can't speak for you. I don't know why you would ever ask a child, are you adopted? You should know better. You should know better. And the problem is they didn't. 
and they ask because may I'm not saying they meant to be mean or hurtful but that's exactly what this podcast is about if you just say something that you're not informed with you're not educated about just don't even mention anything get educated on how to even why would that even come up? Though? I have no idea, but say why, I was. The only though, question I have: Why would that matter if she was? If she wasn't, right? Why? What made you think you thought because she's black with a white mom, she has to be adopted? One hundred percent, and what that's weird. Thinking. It's weird, but say I was adopted, and my mom never had that talk with me. You don't know if we address that or not. You never want to bring something like that up. You just opened up a whole can of worms. Yeah. Of definitely. And, like, when I was little, I never understood fully why people would ask me that. Because, to me, it was just my mom. This is my mom. What are yeah. you talking about? I don't see what you see. Right. So, I had that. I mean, I've had so many issues, like, with people saying comments that they think is funny or that they just are innocent and just want to know. hmm But I don't think I've ever come in contact with someone that I had to deal with something other than a racial issue. Yeah. I think I have come into contact with that many times. And now that I'm older, I'm starting to understand a lot more and not be ignorant about what's going on. And it's also from a standpoint, it's usually people that I know. So I know them. Mm. So it's not like they get a pass. It's like... How do we approach it so that it doesn't happen again? That's exactly what it is. It's not like we want to correct this now because you're wrong. But we just want to educate you so that you don't make the same mistake with me or anybody else. Yeah, because my whole thought process, if this was somebody else, it won't go down as nice for you. Right. So I'm going to take the time out now to educate you on this. Mm-hmm. Because I know you and I know your intentions weren't malicious. Here's another thing. And this has to do with race. I'm trying to think of an example where it doesn't have to do with race and why we... But it's... Obviously, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. I've had people I have considered family mm-hmm. who said, this is my black son or black. Mm. I, that's always in the... That's always in, in the, the description sentence. of you. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, how can I just can't be your son? Right. How can I just can't be or your, your friend? friend? What... What... What about you saying black will change their perception of me. <laughs> what do you want? Bloopers. Bloopery. Before we leave, what? Oh, he's trying to get us to clean. <laughs> Gotta go. Come on, John. Get the keys. We're still recording, too. Sorry. Recording. <laughs> this is real life. Dad, what'd you say? Real life. Drama. Real life. What, what do you need done? He said you and Jonathan. I'm what? recording and no one listens what to me. What does he need from you and Jonathan? It's up his DVD player. I can do it by myself. I don't need Jonathan. Oh, you got a door there? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Welcome. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Anyways. Welcome back, folks, to our episode. <sighs> <sighs> You ready? I'm trying to be. Been ready. We were having a great conversation. We were ready. Yes. <laughs> but I don't understand why the the word black is in that sentence 
Mm-hmm. The what about that is going to change the perception of who people think I am, or why people say white, or why people say they're Mexican, or why people say they're they're Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Like why why do people say Chinese? Um, why do people say any of the, any of that? Yeah, but I I, just, I don't understand that either. I think a lot of it has to do with what generation you come from. Even people will do like, oh, well, you know, they're kind of poor or mm-hmm. they're kind of slow. Yeah. It's just like, that. what is, what are we doing here? Right. <laughs> if it's is... not uplifting, <laughs> not very uplifting, those descriptions. No, it sounds like it, there's a negative connotation on that. And I don't get it. And the bad part is that they're clueless to it. Like, Dang. they have no idea and should you say something or should you let it go and I've dealt with that many times but when I let it go then it comes up again on your like your like it comes up again with other people or just within yourself like how it bothers you both (laughs) it comes up it could be the same person like if someone say you're um it doesn't even have to be something you're insecure about but say it is, say, you know, there's something about yourself that you don't like and someone makes a comment about it and they think they're joking. If you just think, I'm going to let that slide, there can be another opportunity with the same person that would make a joke again because they have no idea that bothers Here's you. Here's an example where it doesn't have to refer to race. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know in this room I'm a bigger guy. Mm. I got a little meat in my bones. More so, love. Jesus made me that way. Thank yeah. you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And I ain't mad at and it. And he can cook, if y'all wonder. He can cook. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, I can tell you can cook. Why? Because I'm fat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How rude. How rude. No, it ain't because you're fat. It's because you're black. That's how we know you can cook. <laughs> no, because you know why the real reason why I can cook is because, and here's a whole nother episode, but we're just going to be real. Mm-hmm. My mother and father made sure I was not um, not missing any steps in life. Right. They taught me how to cook. And take care of yourself. Take care of myself. They taught me how to clean. Mm-hmm. They taught me how to wash clothes. They taught me responsibility and accountability. They taught me how to iron a shirt, iron some pants. Mm-hmm. They taught me how to, you know, you need to manage money. You don't have Go get right. a job, do stuff like that. They taught me that, and I was taught that at a very early age, very young age. Mm-hmm. Even there were some principles that were some basic principles that I learned from church that they taught those kind of things that were instilled in that. Yeah. But I was just taught that that's just how I grew up. I'm what I don't understand is how you are twenty something and don't even know two how to do two of those things. Mm, another so, podcast on its own. It is a whole other <laughs> podcast on its own. But I'm just saying, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the whole weight thing. I'm a bigger guy. And people perceive because I'm big that you can make comments on that. Right. I just know one time. <clears throat> it's a recent. It was very, very recent. as, And uh, <laughs> very, very recent. Unfortunately. And I was in a line for food. Mm-hmm. The person serving the food was like, um, hi, how can I help you being really nice? And it's like, oh, I can tell you going to want a lot because my son is big just like you. I'm like, well, just because your son is a garbage heap and wants to eat a whole bunch, (laughs) don't mean I am like that. Now, 
And why do you feel the need that that's okay to say to me? I don't know you. And forgive me, her son may not be a garbage heap. I'm sure he's a very lovely person. Sure don't know him. But just because he eats a lot like that, don't mean I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I might. When I was young, yes. But I'm older now. My body just ain't like that no more. You're also not five foot tall, so <laughs> no, you know? I'm six foot, one, six foot, almost six foot two, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say my weight. I don't even know what it is. You don't need to know. <laughs> no, it's okay. And I've a very, I don't know, my metabolism's so weird. I can eat so like little, and be full of that, but also it's very slow, so I can be full off of something for a long time. Mm-hmm. So there's like there's times like where you probably should eat. I don't because I'm full off of the last meal I had. So I'm just different, but why do you feel the need, the need to make that comment? That's not been the first time that comment been made, or when people say, "Hey, what's up, big guy?" What Dang, is that? really, y'all? People, really? They do that all. Now that happens a lot. Gosh. <clears throat> and people, that is an example of what ha- <laughs> that's away from race. Right. That is it just can the- be with anything. Anything. People always say that, or like. I guess when people are short, like, what's up, shorty? Yeah. I bet that annoys short people. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I guess tall people. Like, how's the, how's the draft how's up the there? How's the weather up there? <laughs> you must play basketball. <laughs> you must play basketball. They yep. get up with tall people and with black people mm-hmm. all the time. With me, it was always, uh, did you play football? Because I'm a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. No, I was in student council. I was on a pet <laughs> squad. And that's all true. <laughs> Assume things, <laughs> yes. but we do for this some was, reason. This is just overall this whole conversation is about how we perceive people. Get to know somebody. Get to know somebody. Get informed, and like we were saying before, we can touch on this some more. When those situations happen, and you're the person that that's coming against or coming towards, what do we do about that? Yeah. I say, if you know the person well enough, it's good to have a conversation. And time to... Have a conversation. Yeah. Not a fight. No. Or an argument or an attack. And you're not coming from that place. Right. It's very important. If you are angry, you don't need to have a conversation and address it right then. No. You may need to wait some days. Yeah. Um, it needs to come out of the place that I'm telling you this so that you know... This leads me into what I was telling you earlier, that I was watching a show, and someone on there said, you need to teach people how you want them to treat you. Mm. And that was so good, because people don't know, you can't Say assume. Say it again, Brittany, so for the people who have bad hearing. <laughs> you need to teach people how you want them to treat you. Mm-hmm. You cannot assume yes. that someone knows Something that's going to hurt you or bother you or offend you unless you tell them. And it's not even something that can be offensive. Like, I've been married for a while and I've learned that you can't assume that the other person is going to know what he or she needs to do unless you tell them. You can't assume that they know how you're feeling or what you're thinking. I think that happens a lot in relationships. It happens a lot. Because you hear a lot of husbands and wives, boyfriend, girlfriends, even in friendships, like, well, he should have just known. Or right. she had just should have just known. And I said, no one around no here is a mind one, reader. No one knows unless you tell them. Yeah. So you need to have the approach of, I'm informing you this because you don't know so I want you to know 
so that the next time this doesn't happen or it doesn't happen with someone else. I'm just coming out of a place to try to help you. Can you say... And you can help me. Is there something, you know, that you want me to understand as well? It go, that's a good communication, good conversation to have. Right now, a hot button issue is race and culture mm-hmm. as a whole or lifestyles, whatever it is. And I think overall it's all about communication. Um, yes. The whole point of my website, The Salt, and the whole point of this podcast is so that when you are listening or you all are reading on the website, articles we put out, that you all are just not reading it for yourself, but having open dialogue, having open conversations about these things that are going on. Mm-hmm. You can't be oblivious to stuff that's going on be like, they're horrible for doing that, or why, I think it's dumb that they're doing that. There's a lot of things that comes in mm-hmm. different communities it comes within the black community it comes with different minority communities it comes with the whole uh lifestyle communities it comes with uh just just many different communities right now where mm-hmm. people are saying like well why they feel that way it's just dumb i don't understand it's happened it's happening in, in our sports communities right now with the whole yep. kneeling and stuff like yep. that and i think you all instead of just seeing the action and just taking what you're seeing from with your eyes on i guess just front street what you're seeing you need to do your research and actually figure out why this is happening i understand where people are coming from now you may not condone their actions or how they're going about it but i do think we need to have a sense of empathy and a sense of understanding and compassion Mm -hmm. from what they're doing and saying is something to consider as something valid because they're having to deal with something every day that is a bothersome to them, especially in the world they have to live in. Your world may be hunky-dory and may not ha- be all butterflies and sunshine, but that's not the case for everybody in our world, unfortunately, yeah. because of just how people are yep. now. And it's sad. It's really sad. The thing is, what's great about the world in general, about America, about the country, about the whole world, is that it's full of a big pot of gumbo. There's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And it's all different. It all comes from different things it's in different, different. places. And I think that's what scares people. Yeah, it's not It's not that they're wrong, yeah. you're wrong. It's You're just different. What I view is different. I've been brought up different. It's I've not experienced that I'm wrong. different things. Right. I've seen different things. I've been through things. different things than you have. And it's just having the mindset of, I don't understand that, but I'm willing to learn about it. How great. I don't understand it, and I'm willing and open to learn. Right. And I may not agree at the end of the day, but we mm-hmm. can have come to a common ground, a common understanding of where I'm coming from and right. where you are coming from on the situation. And going back to what we said earlier, when you are having an issue about something and you want to talk about it, take some time to think about it before approaching that person mm-hmm. because you don't want it to come off in a way that you're attacking them. Yeah. To where, especially if it's a relationship you value, I think that's very appreciative. The other person should appreciate it. Someone took the time to think about how they're going to approach you about something. Yeah. And they tell you, hey, I, I thought about this, wanted to wait until it might be a good time to talk to you about this, mm-hmm. but this, hey, this bothered me, or this is what's going on with me. And this, maybe give some background on what's happened yeah. in your life and why you feel this way. And I want to, like, hey, I know you weren't coming from a place like right. that, but I'm saying that that 
That's didn't not gonna sit work. well with me. Didn't sit well with me, mm-hmm. and I don't want it to happen again. Right. <laughs> if we could just do that, man, it just imagine that way. it doesn't happen that way. It's just, you're wrong, I'm right, and if you don't see it that way, bye. I had a very traumatic thing that happened with someone in my relationship, and Brittany knows about it. And I tried to come from that perspective, and it just went left. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I just had to take my hands. Yep. Because at one point, you're just like, there... There's no more that I can do for this situation. There's, I just don't feel like there's no more I can do and say. And I've kept saying and doing it, and I've done it in many different ways. And I've asked the person, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Or what can I do? Yeah, because sometimes situations are going to come up like you're talking about. And you do try to have open communication about it. And you try to talk to the other person about the way you're feeling. Sometimes That's on them if they want to receive that or not. If they want to do something to fix it or they just want to leave it, at least you did your part. It's in their hands. Right. You did your part of communicating. Um, somebody we know, Dr. Jacobs, he always said, like, you can't be responsible for something you don't know, but now that I'm letting you know. Exactly. <laughs> you have you're, the information, now you're responsible for it. Yeah. You know it now. And you can't say, I didn't understand or didn't know that. I think that's really good. And we, I feel like this is something we can dive into even more. And I want to. Mm-hmm. Even with more people, because it's something that needs to happen <laughs> even more whoa that was scary one of my doors in the studio that just opened scary. by itself <laughs> like someone just pulled it back snap rebuke you demon <laughs> in jesus name was it your air i don't know i don't know but yeah getting other people's <laughs> input would be good too because everyone sees it differently yeah and we're two people of color Mm-hmm. that see things one way and we see things in a similar way because we've had similar experiences yep. and stuff. So this is will be something to touch on really good again, really good again in like a round table setting. And I'm excited to touch on this more. And it's, again, it's not a place to come to attack. We just want to have open discussion. Yeah, definitely. All out of love. Yeah, because there's things we can be educated on as well all the time well i never get i always had the standard of thinking like i'm never too old to learn more yeah about stuff and i think over the last couple years i used to be so closed off and closed-minded about stuff and now i'm really open to understanding and hearing and hearing someone out i may not agree Mm -hmm. with how they go about something or how they do things or how they live but I can take the opportunity to hear them out and understand. Right. So, guys, that was a great episode. Thank you all for tuning in. And catch us next time on our next episode. Bye. This is us signing off. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Hope you all enjoyed this week's episode of Showing Out with the Soul. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends, and tune in next week for an all-new episode.